Welcome to the Your Trainee Program podcast. My name is Priyash, the host of the Your Trainee Program podcast. Your Trainee Program is all about making personal development accessible for you. Don't forget to subscribe on www.yourtraineeprogram.com and receive our free effective conversations cheat sheet, which will give you some tools to manage a conversation your way. And as you might have seen, we're also on Spotify just to make things more easy for you. And if you like this podcast and it helps you in any kind of way, please consider leaving behind a rating on Spotify. It's really easy and it just takes one click with the mouse or one tick with your fingers. In our latest episode, episode 10, we had the pleasure to welcome Marie-Claire Ross, author of Trusted to Thrive, where we had some wonderful insights about trust, why it is important, and how you could benefit from it as a leader. And if you haven't listened to it yet, I highly recommend listening as she unpacks some powerful tools to build trust. But today, are you on the correct level? Communication, that's right. I want to talk a little about the different levels of communication and how to check which level you are on. And of course, what you can do to get on the right level of communication. Of course, I will tell you why it's important and how this will strengthen your communication and of course, your effectivity. And if you haven't subscribed yet, make sure to do so because you will be receiving my conversations cheat sheet. Uh, And today we are also going to zoom in on that a little bit and explain it a little further. So, in our working and also our private life, we spend a lot of time communicating. We communicate with our parents, with our kids, with our spouses, and at work with our bosses and with our colleagues. So, actually, everything we do all day is communicate. Whatever you are doing, communication probably plays a big role in that. You might be working with colleagues in a team and perhaps even in remote teams these days. So why don't we take a little time to see how we can do this more effectively? But how can we do that? First of all, if you are not facing problems in a certain relationship or more specifically in a certain conversation, don't bother. Why should you fix something that's not broken, right? If you look at the most of the conversations which are held in businesses, think about conversations at your firm, probably with colleagues. What are they mostly about? Chit chat? I hope so, because in these more efficient times, and I did some air quotes around more efficient, where we work from home, where we work in remote themes, workloads are higher than ever. So it's healthy to engage in chit chat conversations and silly conversations just with your colleagues. Well, another cause? Most conversations on work about are about content and technical skills. I have worked in IT for more than five years now, and what I see most are conversations about content and about technical skills. And is that a bad thing? No, it doesn't have to be, because if you are a technician in, let's say, IT, it's probably smart to talk about the content with your colleagues. That's your expertise, right? And when combining the smartness of yourself and your colleagues, you get better products. That's just how it works. But now let's get to the communication levels. There are different models with different levels, but they all have similarities in the following. 
They start somewhat broad and get more deep when you descend. And with deep, I mean that you get more to your core values. It's about you, about your conversation partner, and about the way the two of you communicate. So let's be clear. We have talked about this first level of communication, and that is content, expertise. If you and your conversation partner are on, are on good terms, everything is going well. You will probably be at the content level where you positively discuss ideas and why, where you perhaps don't even discuss at all because you are un, in understanding and you just work together. But what happens if the conversation flips and it isn't all that productive all of a sudden? What do you do? What if you can't agree on something? What are things that people say at those times? Maybe even more important, what is it that people do? How do they say things? How do they react? What are the expressions on their faces? Is it the same calm and friendly tone? Like when there was agreement? Perhaps not. Because if there is, like the most easy to tackle example, disagreement, people can react in different ways let alone if there is disappointment or maybe even anger. How does that work out? Now let's jump back into the conversation. There is disappointment, anger or any other emotion which might not be too productive for what you want to agree on. What do you do? Chances are that you want to convince more and more with arguments and other arguments and before you know it you have two people throwing arguments at each other. And they completely stopped listening to each other. Did this ever happen to you? Can you remember such an event? Just take a quick moment to remember such an event or when communication stalled and didn't went that productive anymore. What happened next? Did one of you all of a sudden said, Well, as a matter of fact, that's a great argument. I'll drop mine and totally agree with you. Chances are that it didn't went like that. So this is when you need to descend to another level of communication because you stopped understanding each other, you stopped agreeing and you, your conversation stalled. And if you look, if you're looking at my conversation cheat sheet right now, you will see that there is a relational level of communication. So that is not about content, about arguments anymore. This level is not about content because probably you fired all your arguments, but they didn't stick. It didn't work. So you need to look at other things which you need to sort out first before you can jump back into the content level and start agreeing with each other again and get in a productive vibe again. And I'm warning you, this can be quite hard to figure out because there is no one size fits all solution to solve this. I will tell you what will probably not work. Accusations. Accusing people and pointing the finger will more often than not result in trust issues, which can be very hard to resolve. Very, very hard. You have to be really attentive to signals and ask questions to discover where disagreement came from. This is a good time to show some interest in the human on the other side of the conversation, your conversation partner. And this can be hard, right? Because if it's something you care about a lot, chances are that you are also emotionally tied. Because we already let the content level go, another strong one to research is the process. Is, something not getting, is someone not getting along with the process around how things are organized? 
that can also be something which you can research for. As you might see, you have to ask questions in this stage. But if that doesn't work, you need to descend even lower. You have to descend more to the place where it is about you as a person and about your conversation partner as a person, their core values, their beliefs, and yours, of course. And this is probably the hardest part to get to because it's also hard to manage. It can be a really vulnerable place as regularly people don't feel the need to express their feelings with everyone. They have to really allow you. And I have to tell you, you need to work very hard to earn people's trust. But it's often very needed in communication and in working together. Because like I already said, we as people like to talk. And when we talk, we don't listen. And normally, that isn't a big problem. Because if you're happy and the other person is also happy, and we are sharing stuff with each other in a positive way, then there is no problem. But on the other hand, if we are getting in a discussion and we are not listening to each other, then we don't, we're not seeing the person on the other end of the conversation, and we're, then we're not paying attention to his feelings and emotions, which will probably help in that stage. I want you to think of this example. You and your conversation partner are trying to get along in a conversation, but you have the feeling that your partner is not positive about what you guys want to achieve. You can't really prove it because your conversation partner isn't loudly disagreeing with you, but you can see that there is something wrong. There is that gut feeling that, that you guys are not on the same page. I want you to think of this as an example. You are leading the project or assignment, but the assignment was also promised to your conversation partner. Do you think that your partner will be really enthusiastic about your ideas and solution? Maybe. Chances are that there is some disappointment. If we translate this to levels again, to communication levels, this will not be solved by you throwing in a couple of more ideas or solutions, so the content level won't work here. What will probably work is to pause the conversation and take some time to descend. In this specific example, you can ask questions like, Hey, I have the feeling that you have a lack of enthusiasm. Is everything alright? Or... You aren't that sparkly like normal. Is everything okay? And be careful with this. I'm warning you. Again, this is not about making acquisitions. Try to do this as objective as possibly can. And if you do so, name the behavior which you can see without also dropping some judgment. Because that can be finessed. If people feel judged, they will probably close down and feel attacked. But if you can genuinely descend in this conversation and show some genuine attention to your conversation partner, more often than not, it's going to be rewarded. If you can clear the path and in this example give someone room to first show his or her emotions, then people will probably feel relieved and looked after. So when you have tackled this, you can get back to the content side of the conversation. And also keep in mind that confronting in groups might not always work out because people usually don't like to be surprised in this kind of way. Like I said also, it can be vulnerable for someone to share feelings and emotions. That's kind of normal. 
So biggest chances are that they might do it in a one-on-one and not in a group meeting. So I just made this episode to show you that there are different levels of conversations where you can be. And if you are not on the same level as your communication partner, it can be quite hard to have a productive conversation. And in this episode, I have made things a bit more simple, of course, but it is to show you that there are different levels of communication and that you should pay attention to where you are. And again, if you're not facing any problems in your conversation, you're having no disagreement and everything is going well and productive, then don't bother. Don't try to fix the communication and don't try to jump to other levels of communication. But if there are serious problems uh, in the productivity and in in the understanding of each other, try to descend to another level of communication. And you have to experiment with it because it can be really hard to see the other level. But the more you try, the more you will see other levels of conversation and you will see other tools which you can bring to the game other than content or technical arguments. And I encourage you to experiment with this and to try it. Next time when you are facing disagreement and a conversation stalls, try descending to another level. And I also said it earlier, it's also smart to pause sometimes. You don't have to figure everything out directly. Sometimes it's really smart to pause a conversation and to to just talk to your conversation partner in another setting. If you if it, if a conversation is really heated, there is a lot of emotions like anger or disappointment. It might be smart to just pause the conversation for a while or maybe to have the conversation in another way. Some of my productive tips for pausing a conversation when uh, when I have a strange kind of conversation with one of my employees or we're disagreeing or there is a lot of emotion, I try to change the setting. If we're in a, in a, in a meeting room and it stalls, I sometimes try to go to take a walk with a person because it just clears someone's mind and that's just one example of how you can pass a conversation and how you can take it further somewhere else. Well, that was actually it for today. I hope you liked today's episode and I'd love to hear from you how you go to another level in your conversation and what it brings you. Does it work or do you have other tips which you can use to better your conversations? Make sure to state them in the comments or shoot me a message. And if this is your first time listening and you haven't just subscribed yet, don't forget to subscribe for the podcast. You can find it on www.yourtraineeprogram.com and like I said, you can also find it on Spotify. And if you're on Spotify, make sure to leave a star rating because that would really help us. I want to thank you for your time and I hope you can do something with this. I wish you a pleasant, productive working week. Cheers! Cheers!